0: Hey, so I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. Canva is amazing. If you've never used Canva, you are missing out. Here's the deal. Back in the day, we used to like have to learn complicated, difficult to understand, you know, design software stuff, and it was like not very easy, right? I never really got good at it. And it was a huge obstacle for me because I wasn't able to create beautiful things I wanted to create until I discovered Canva. So with Canva, you can easily create social media posts. Like I'm talking all different sizes. There's sizes custom for each platform. You can even create Instagram stories, Facebook stories, everything in Canva. You can also create presentations. You can even create business cards in Canva. You can do it all. I absolutely love it and I use it every single day in my own business and I also use it in the work that we complete for our clients. It's absolutely the most used tool in all of my businesses for sure. I wanted to tell you about it because I don't want you to miss out any longer. Try Canva Pro for free for 30 days and support the Social Sunshine Podcast and you are going to love it. All you got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. Bye. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 121. I am your hostess, Brittany Crosson. Welcome back to another episode. Today, my guest is Jennifer Bassman. She is lending us her expertise in the area of burnout and boundaries. She's a burnout and boundary strategist. And that's actually what she does in her business, like addresses these issues, which burnout and boundaries are big issues for a lot of people. It's kind of funny though, because I think like back in the day, like maybe back in like, you know, my parents' day, like I don't, I highly doubt <laughs> there were a lot of Jennifers out there helping people. Um, so I think it's pretty cool that it's a thing now that someone like her exists to help people identify burnout, um, help create boundaries in your life, but specifically as we talk about like in your business and especially with social media, right? Because it can get to be so tricky. I mean, clearly that's what we mostly talk about on this show. And being, having a presence on social media um, can be an emotional ride and can, Sometimes be difficult. And so I think it's cool that she helps us talk about all of that and things that you can do to help yourself when it comes to burnout and boundaries. Plus, she's really freaking funny. You got to go find her on TikTok and Instagram. Seriously, Homegirl is hilarious. Um, okay, so that's coming up in just a few minutes. Before Jennifer comes on, I want to have. A little chat with you, like I usually do, um, about something really important when it comes to having success on social media. I recently talked to the members of the membership that I run, Small Biz Social Society, about this because I think it's very, very important. And unfortunately, um, I don't know that it's really talked about a whole lot. There's a lot of things that I don't think people talk about enough. So I try to bring them up and help with those any way that I can. In this case, um, it's about being prepared for social media success, essentially. So, you know, like, for example, in Small Biz Social Society, like right now, um, as I'm recording this, this is February 2022, we actually have a video challenge going on this month where you share one video a day, every single day. So whether that's TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all of the above, whatever, but, you know, one video a day to, to a certain platform. And it's this challenge, and there's lots of reasons behind doing that challenge. I mean, you know, you make yourself an expert basically by doing something that many times in a row. Um, it it helps you fine tune your brand. It helps you reach more people. Um, it's fun. I mean, it it, sh- it should be uh, fun, hopefully, to do this and um, challenging, right? And also, it helps you build up your confidence. So these little challenges are really cool. But here's the thing: whether you're going into social media with, you know, a, a challenge like what we're doing this month together in my community or um, or not. You're just going into a period or you're new or you're not new. It doesn't really matter the situation. It's you can't really expect results as far as like money making results go if you don't have a plan in place. All right. And what I mean by that is it's it seems odd when i say this out loud but it's very it's very common a lot of people will just hop on social media start creating content right whether they have any sort of a business or not or whatever and then just like either hope something sticks like right like throwing spaghetti at the wall or just like hope that they're like magically discovered by some brand that just wants to hand over tons of money and that's just how it works <laughs> That's not how it works. I speak from experience as an actor um whenever I was a kid, you know, <clears throat> excuse me growing up um in the the eighties and nineties, mostly nineties, you know that's the impression that I had of be you know becoming a successful actor like on television was that you had to be discovered because that's what so many people talked about. These interesting stories of like, this girl was in the shopping mall and she was discovered by a talent scout who said, let me put you on magazines and on television. And, and then all of a sudden it was magical and her life changed forever just because she was walking through this sh- shopping mall. You know, it's fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> has that happened? Well, sure. But also, you know, people have won the fucking lottery too. Like, But here's the thing is it's not like that. It's not like that with acting. It's not like that with social media um, for 99% of the cases. So people will go into social media and like not really have any further plan past that. Like I'm like, if you don't have a business in place or a blog or a podcast or, a, you know, like something in addition to that social media account, then what the hell, what are you doing? You know, you say you want to make money, but like How? you don't just make money just by posting on social media. I mean, like you can technically make money by <laughs> posting on social media, but even that in itself is a business, right? So here, here's my advice, and I'm going to give it to you two different ways, just like I did the members of Small Biz Social Society. You're getting a little peek inside of our community. So here's the two different scenarios. Either you have a already existing business or you don't. So if you have an existing business and you want to – help it grow, thrive, impact more lives, make more money, all those things with social media's help. You need to have something, you need to have your structure, your business model set. It doesn't mean things can't change in the future. That's okay, of course things can change. But you want to go ahead and have like the structure of your business, no matter what it is, and know what the hell to do with people when they want to buy from you right? So who cares if you're going on Instagram and you're creating all these great reels videos and people are loving it and they're following you and maybe you go viral and it's just very exciting. But like if there's, if you want to make money from that and there's like nothing, nowhere for people to go to buy something, then it's, it's all, what the hell? What's the point? Right? So if you have an existing business, even if, even if you don't make tons of money from it yet, even if you only have like one client so far, you know, even if, You haven't been doing it for 10 years and it's only been one year. It doesn't matter what level you're at, but if you actually have a legit business where you've actually sold something, then you have to approach it in this way of like, I have this legit business and you have to make sure in your bios and in all all your things on social media that people can easily go to your, visit your website and learn how to buy from you. Or they can easily, maybe you're super new and you don't even have a website yet, but you have an email list. You want to make sure they can join your email list. Like there has to be a call to action. There has to be something else besides just showing up on social media and being cute. Now look, you can show up on social media and be cute and you can do it as a hobby if you want. And that's cool, but that's usually not what we talk about, right? Like we talk about, you know, our businesses and actually trying to like, you know, make some fucking money. So just remember that just showing up and posting things for fun isn't gonna make you money. That's fun. So, if that's your hobby, more power to you, because that's a really fun hobby. I love making videos, but you have to have somewhere for people to go. You have to have that website destination so then they can go to it and they can learn how to work with you or how to buy from you. You have to, you know, at least have a way for them to submit their email address so that you can start building an email list and you can send them emails every single week. You wanna have that additional touch point in addition to the social media account that they're following you on. And you need to make it very clear. It needs to be totally easy to understand what you do, what you sell, what you provide, and how they can get it. And if it's like a multi-step process, odds are people aren't going to do it. Like if your only option is to DM you, if you say on Instagram, DM me for more information on my group coaching or whatever, this is probably not going to be very effective, quite frankly. It takes, it sounds bad, but People, maybe I don't know if we're lazy or what, but it if it takes too much effort for them to buy from you, they're not going to, and that applies to anybody and anything. If it turns difficult, peace out. See you later. How many times have you done that where you're trying to, you know, check out online, buy some shit, and like the cart messes up or the website's glitching? Uh, you just say, Screw it, never mind. I didn't need this bad anyway, and you just walk away. The same thing will happen to you if you make it difficult for people to buy from you. Now, let's go to the other end. Talk about if you don't, if you haven't sold anything yet, um, you don't maybe have a full-on established business yet, but you're it's in the works or it's coming soon, or you're you're trying to get the details done, or maybe you're just focusing on creating content but with intention so that way you can build that business, like whatever, right? In that case, you still need to have, you still need to have a call to action. There still has to be something besides just I make cute shit on the internet. You know what I'm saying? So even though you may not have a website yet for them to go and buy something from you, you can start building an email list. You can ask people to send in their email address, right? So you can start building that up for future use. You can create a waitlist sort of situation. Like if you are wanting to do you know, some sort of service, um, it, a, a lot of times it's group type things, group coachings and things that have a waitlist, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It could be an online course or it could be a class that you're teaching or whatever, you could start a wait list and people have to go and join the wait list. So at least they're doing something. Um, You also want to go into your content creation when you don't have a business yet with intention, like sure, you need to do some trial and error at the very beginning? Of course you do. But once you start to understand what your goal is and what kind of business you want to create, then the focus really needs to be what kind of content do I need to be sharing in order to attract the kind of people that are going to want to buy that thing from me? Right? So for like a good example would be like like for me with this show, right? So I've got multiple parts of my business, and one of them is doing this podcast. Well, because with a podcast, you want volume, you want a lot of people to listen to it, especially if you're trying to make money from it. Um, and you're trying to reach people all over the world. You need volume, right? So that's why <laughs> to me, my follower account increasing is extra exciting. Anytime that happens, anytime I have more followers on any platform, it's good news for me because those are potential listeners of this show and numbers matter when it comes to listens on a podcast, especially when you're dealing with advertisers. you see what I mean? But that may not be the case for everybody. You have to think ahead. Like what is going to matter in the situation? If you're going to be starting a podcast, then the numbers will matter. So you want to do... <laughs> <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> sorry, you want to put forth all of the effort you can to increase those numbers with the right people. You want to have more of the right people following you, following you, following you, so on and so forth, okay? Um, I just want you to – it, it just boils down to having having a plan. Either way, you know, I, too many times have I heard from someone who – doesn't have a plan. Like they want to post on social media, which is great because social media can benefit all of us in so many ways even if you're not a business owner and you're an employee or you don't even work at all. Obviously, you know, beautiful relationships can be can be built. You can impact others' lives, they can impact yours. I mean, it's a really it's a really cool opportunity no matter who you are, but I mean, if you're trying to actually have a business and make money from it, Um, You have to have these other things in place behind the scenes. Um, It's just my specialty is social media content creation, (laughs) like what we talk about so much and in creating things that draw people into you. And that's really fantastic. But I still have to make sure I mention this part of it because that behind the scenes of having your business all set up, having it organized, knowing exactly what you're going to offer people, you know, maybe going into Canva and creating your marketing sheet that has a beautiful photo of you and some great colors and fonts that you like that go with your brand and like explaining, you know, what your service is and how much it costs, you know, having that available so that people can easily access that information. Like I said, joining the email list, going to your website, um, you know, referring people to your podcast or maybe a Facebook group that you have—like there just has to be something else going on behind the scenes besides just showing up on social media and then just hoping some sort of magical shit occurs. Um, it's possible, but it's not likely. Usually, you have to actually work for what you want with intention. So, I hope that this like gets your gears turning, basically, to think about all of this and go, "Okay, crap." I'm not very organized behind the scenes. I need to get my shit together, you know, because once you, once you have your shit together when it comes to your business and your brand behind the scenes, even though it may not be perfect and it can get better over time, but once you, you know, got a good handle on it and you really feel good about it, you're like, yep, this is what I'm offering. This is what I'm selling. You know, this is what I could send somebody if they want more information. I have an email list. I have a website. You have like these solid things down, then social media just doesn't seem as difficult. Once you have that, but if you don't have that and you also don't have belief in that, you don't have belief in like the product you're selling, the service you're selling, or even in yourself, social media is going to probably feel quite difficult and probably feel like a chore and not very enjoyable. So anyway, the theme is get your shit together, get your shit together behind the scenes, get those ducks in a row, do your best to organize your, your business, your brand, your blog, your podcast, your whatever the hell it is that you're doing. And that way, whenever the people do get excited about your content, and they do come because they will come because you're just so fabulous, then you have a place to send them to strengthen that connection and, of course, eventually make the sale. All right, that's it for my chat with you today. I hope that was helpful. Coming up next is my guest, the fabulous Jennifer Bassman. Today's guest is a burnout and boundary strategist who helps people recover from burnout and create comfortable boundaries that allow them to be twice as productive. She's the author of Stop Being a Doormat and lives in Dallas, Texas with her husband and their four rescue dogs. And a fun fact, drumroll everyone. If you know me, you know how exciting this is. She was on The Real Housewives of Dallas for a hot sec. But she was on it. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Jennifer Bassman. Um, you've, Hello. you've reached a level of, you've, you've gone to this upper level in Brittany's world now that I've discovered that you had a moment on The Real Housewives of Dallas. You realize how important that is to me. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we can. I'll it's send very you an exciting. offer. It's very yeah, exciting. It's excellent. Okay. Excellent it's off topic, but you have to tell us what's the deal. Like, how did you end up on camera for the show? fair question okay. a fair
1: question I did not try out I just want everybody I want to you know be really super clear there okay. um I was not trying out for for an episode but I had a couple of clients at the time um, that were real housewives of Dallas and they um, were doing an episode where they were having a fundraiser or a party at one of their houses and so they asked if I would like to come and uh, you know they're you know of course they do the whole you know are you going to be on you may or may not be on camera we can't guarantee you know but when you walk in you you can see the obvious spots where, you know, you'll be on camera and where you won't. Right. And you also have to just sign a disclosure, you know, walking in, you know, that they're filming everything. Right. And so it was really cool. And also very interesting being on the backside of one of those episodes to see how it all comes together and how everybody interacts with each other. But I figured it was kind of a one in a, once in a lifetime chance. And although I did not want to be on camera for any extended period of time, <laughs> um, I, I knew that I needed to pop in somewhere. And so on a couple of occasions, I made sure that I stood next to one or two of the housewives at different points, you know, throughout yeah. the episode. So I had a better chance of at least having a, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. opportunity to be on camera. Of course. So, yeah. I, I mean, I you gotta, same, gotta do it. right? I would have done
0: the same thing. Okay. So now <laughs> do you remember what season this was? We're going to have to get like, I need, we need to go find you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was season one and I'm going to have to go back and look at the episode. Was it at Stephanie's it, house? <laughs> no, it
0: was at Carrie's. It was at Carrie's house. Carrie's house. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. That's all I needed. Season one carries house. I'll go find it, girl. There you go. Um, there you go. I love it. That's but so cool. if you're gonna
1: blink and then miss it. If you blink, you might miss it. So just right. you know.
0: <laughs> hey, as, as an actor, I have a lot of, uh, back in the day, I haven't done anything, but in a long time, but like, I have plenty of appearances. I have, a I have quotes, you guys, appearances and things like that. I mean, a Budweiser commercial, a bunch of movies, like see me for just a sec, but you're right. Yeah. It's kind of cool to, no matter what, to just like witness the process. Pop in. Yeah, absolutely. So it's so absolutely. fun. Okay. So we had to yeah. get that out of the way. Big housewives <sighs> fan here. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the Real housewives of Houston. But, Call me Andy. Right. Right. <laughs> Hello.
1: Yeah, it, no, it, it was probably the funniest thing to share with, um, my friends, you know, they just were all laughing like, Oh man, what did you do? Did you flip a table? Cause they know I have a big <laughs> mouth and I'm likely to say something. Um, but I kept my mouth shut. I didn't start a fight. I didn't, you know, flip a table or, you know, any of that yeah. crazy stuff, but maybe next time
0: <laughs> you got the beast. Okay. And also your shirt, it says I'd shove a bear for my dog. That's yes. hilarious. And so true to you. Cause I know how much you love yes, your dogs. I do. I you do. Have four, Right. I have yeah. four,
1: four rescues. Yep. Oh. They run my life. They run my husband's life. They basically run the house. So
0: <laughs> yeah, well you're outnumbered. So I am, we are, we are, <laughs> we definitely are. I love that. I'd shove a bear for Thank my dog. You. That is so Thank funny. You. Um. Okay. <clears throat> so let's get to business here. Explain please to anyone out there that doesn't understand what a strategist for boundaries and burnout, what the hell that even means, right? Because we, first of all, we have a lot of business owners listening, a lot of entrepreneurs, creative people, um, and I'm sure they've experienced these things, but they may not know that there's someone out there like you that can help. So what does it even mean to do what you do? Yeah, no, thank you.
1: That's um, Thanks for asking. Uh, what I use the term strategist, strategist instead of coach on purpose. Um, one, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like it's not that I have a problem with the word coaching coach, the word coach is fine, but when I'm working with my clients, we're literally creating a strategy for them um, because that's what it takes in order for them to recover from burnout and also create comfortable boundaries as well. So it's not usually as simple as do this one thing and then everything is magically going to be okay. There is no quick fix for burnout. It's going to be a unique, you know, solution that's going to help you recover. Um, there isn't like a, you know, um, wrap it up in one box and hand it to some, you know, every person kind of a solution. It's, it's literally what is going to work for you because every, the, where your burnout comes from is different for each person. So it's, it's not as if, you know, I can look at one person and go, or look at a group of people and go, you're all burned out because of your jobs, or you're all burned out because you um, don't use your strengths. You know, there's, there's different, there's different reasons. There's, uh, there's some bigger categories that, you know, that, that why you burn out. But, um, as in terms of solutions, we've got to create, you know, a group of solutions that are going to work for you.
0: Right. Okay, cool. Okay. So you actually like someone comes to you and they feel like they're experiencing burnout and you literally like work together for what, like a period of time
1: Mm -hmm. and you create Mm
0: -hmm. a full-on strategy of how they can solve this problem. That is. Yeah. It's really fascinating. And, you know, I learned from uh, a lot of this, from you already in, um, small business social society. If you're a newer member, if you're an older member, you remember, um, Jennifer coming on, but if you're newer, go back and search her name in the, in the Facebook group, because she did a video, you know, like this, um, there for the members of small business social society. So I did learn some and I, but, It's so fascinating how you spin it, the whole burnout conversation. I just never really thought about it. And I'm sure that's probably common um, about like, like you were saying a second ago, like how it can come from different things. And there's, I mean, it's really actually quite fascinating, although I mean, it sucks to have burnout, but it's an interesting (laughs) conversation. So, so like, okay. So I have so many, so many questions. Bear with me. Okay. Okay. First of all, so I had a note down to talk about how you don't, it says, don't be a loser, create some boundaries. We were laughing about that before we started recording, because it was just like a fun title that you kind of tossed at me that, you know, to, to use, but what do you mean by that? Like, what are you losing if you don't have boundaries? Let's first cover that. Like just general, what the hell that even means about creating boundaries, especially like for, like I said, business owners, entrepreneurs that are listening.
1: You bet. Yeah, you know I, that, that title is kind of tongue in cheek, but it's, yes, the, yeah. it's the literal truth of what's happening when you don't create boundaries. You're losing control of your life. You're losing control uh, um, of your day. You're losing control of your time. You're losing control of the work that you're going to do. Your energy. You're basically handing over control to other people when you don't create and enforce boundaries. And so it, you are on the losing side of things when when you're not creating, you know, a boundary to protect yourself. So that's, that's the gist of what's behind that, that title.
0: Yeah. I love, I love it so much. I think it's so funny, but it's, it is, you're right. It's so true. So let's, let me give you like an example of, of what you would think about something like somebody listening is business owner. And on this show, we talk a lot about social media, of course. So they're trying to do all the things and you know i mean cuz there's i mean literally there's names of people popping into my head right now cuz i just you know know so many good people that are trying to do so much and yeah. they're out there on social media posting all the time and which is actually totally fine i'm an advocate for like you do you boo like if you want to share 10 times a week you do it if you want to share if you don't you know what i mean but you you do have to create those boundaries when it comes to right to your business, your social media, and and you'll get those messages. I don't know if you've ever gotten them, but I'm sure somebody listening has gotten them where like a brand or something will message you and just be like, well, will you just create these videos, you know, uh, holding our mug uh, for free, please. We'll send you a free mug. Like there's all kinds of things that come at you is what I'm saying. When you're out there in that world where people have like hopes of you helping them and all these expectations. So can you speak to that? Like how somebody might be able to have more boundaries when it comes to being on social media, running the business, doing all the crazy things. It's a lot. Yes.
1: Yeah. It is a lot. And it's also a loaded question, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, can you just, can you just tell us how to fix all these problems really quick? Thank you. Everything. Absolutely. Every, I'll tell you how to fix everything, everything in your life. Um, no, that's totally fair. And I, I, in the spirit of full disclosure, that used to be me. That used to be me giving in to everybody's whims, everybody else's desires, everybody's request of my time. Um, and you know what that ultimately came down to for me is that I didn't value my time, I didn't value my talent, I didn't value pretty much anything about myself, which it, it may sound overly dramatic to some people, but it's, it's the truth. When we're giving in to other people's whims, we just don't value what it is that we have to offer. And so when, and part of that too, is also not having an understanding of what your own priorities are and not being in in line with those. That was also an aha moment of me when, you know, I stepped back and said, okay, I'm not giving in to other people's, you know, requests of my time or, you know, when somebody says jump, I say how high, but it, you know, what I recognized in that moment too, is that I didn't have priorities that I had gone so long being a people pleaser and doing everything for everybody else That I'd forgotten about how to make myself happy and I had forgotten about, you know, what it is that I need to get out of a relationship or what I need to get out of, you know, the business experience and so going back and, you know, sitting down with myself and asking some important questions of what is it that I want, how do I really want to spend my time, who do I really want to give my time to, what do I need to be paid, what do I need to be paid for and when can I give some stuff away for free when is that okay. Um, you know, now that I've been on TikTok a lot more and I've grown an audience on there that it, it that pop that problem is popping up again, you know, because you get a lot of comments on your videos and you want to help everyone. I definitely want to help everyone and I want to, you know, respond to everybody, but you get to this point where you're like, wow, you know. I'm giving away a lot of time for free. I'm giving away a lot of interaction and advice and proprietary information that I have worked really hard for, uh, you know, to earn and to learn. So, you know, at what point do I stop asking questions and, you know, make you make it a point where it's like people just have to be okay with what they're given um, because people can be very pushy on social media. And I don't like to be pushed, <laughs> I don't like to be bossed around. Right. And so when I look at it from that perspective, um, you know, it's, uh, it makes it a little bit easier for me to say, because, you know, because one of my triggers is being hit, you know, it makes it a little bit easier for me to say, you know what? I only have this much time for this kind of an interaction during the day. I, you know, only want to give away this amount of information. Um, These would be the priority comments that I want to hit. Um, Anything else is just, you know, it's either got to be left alone or, you know, I get to it if I can. Um, But not everybody deserves my time. Not everybody deserves my expertise. So it's, you know getting an understanding with that and also becoming a little more comfortable with that. I know that it's hard, you know, especially when you're a giver, when you're a people pleaser, when you're the helper, um, usually in all the situations, it's really hard to get comfortable with that statement. So I I do recognize that.
0: Yeah, that's really helpful because I think people get really confused about, well, about a lot of things, especially the information we get about social media in general and our businesses and all these things. Right. But But I think that like, if you hear someone like me say, well, if you're trying to create stronger connections on social media, you should reply to every comment. You would hear that. Right. Yeah. Right. Re- reply to every message. Like it's pretty common for someone like me to say that, but what you're talking about is a whole other level. I think people that, cause I think that could be confusing. Like if I say you should reply to every comment, well, first of all, depends on the situation, right? If you have a rude comment, you don't need to reply. Um, if it's spam, you don't need to reply. (laughs) If your video went viral and you have a gazillion of them and you can't keep up, you can't. So there's always exceptions in these situations. That's a general rule of thumb of just like having those connections with actual people you want to talk to. You're talking about like, like, like you said, there's people that will like maybe message you asking for actual, it like business advice or like you know, life advice, whatever of course the person offers up. But and it can get, I mean, I've gotten myself in that situation. I mean, earlier on, I'm like you, I had to learn and then you know, yeah, make some adjustments. You get burned and then you learn. <laughs> you, yes, you get burned and you learn. That's funny. And um, but no, it's so true though, because it, and if you've never been through it, you've never been through it. So you may not even recognize it. So I guess it might take some time, right? But like if it starts to get a little weird, like, gosh. She keeps like messaging me, asking me lots of questions, um, about the things that I actually charge people for, um, that, that can get tough. And especially like you said, you're like, if it's like your personality, like I'm a people pleaser, I'm a performer. I want, I want to make you smile. I want to make you happy by nature, but it's hard, but you have to do that. How do you, do? I mean, how do you, how do you handle that? You think, is it like a, especially if you're that personality that wants to give and wants to help. Is it like an overtime mindset shift or are there like a couple of little tricks and things that somebody might could turn to, to help get in that mindset shift of like, you don't have to freaking solve everybody's problems for free, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, honestly, because
1: it takes a little bit of time to get comfortable with responding like this. It's not something that happens overnight. Um, One of the things that you can do is prepare. You know that there, you know, one of the things that's happening to me with a lot of my burnout videos, whether it's on TikTok or it's on Instagram, is I get a lot of the same questions. You know, and the most common question is, "Well, how do I fix it? (laughs) How do I get it? How do I recover from burnout?" and you know, rather than answer that same question every time, I do one of a couple things. I have a prepared response for that. You know, it just kind of depends on mood. You know, um, but I have a prepared response for that. You know, hey, you know, I've done videos about, you know, multiple videos about this. If you go through my channel, you'll find several, you know, recovery uh, video, you know, TikToks or reels or videos. Um, I've also got a YouTube channel where I have a couple videos there on that topic. You're welcome to look through. That's cool. Um, Yeah. So, you know, look at some of the stuff that you've already done where you've already given away some of that information. Uh, that's, that's a great thing to refer people to. And usually that is good enough for most people. Um, I'm also finding too, which is really interesting. Some, most people are just happy. They got any answer at all. Like they're, I think they're testing us like, Oh, (laughs) this person doesn't really answer. Um, when they get any answer at all, they're just, they're happy.
0: Um, that's such that's- a good point. I'm so glad you yeah. said that because I've experienced <laughs> that too. Where I was like, Oh my God, thank you so much for taking the time to reply. And I'm like, Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> like, <Yeah. that's> amazing. <laughs> it is, it is. And it feels that
1: that feels good. You know, that they're grateful, you know, and they value that interaction with you too. When that happens, um, you know, the other thing is, you know, in, in terms of mindset shift, start maybe documenting that time that you spend uh you know replying to stuff because I think that we forget we lose track of time um how much time we're spending on social media we start watching other videos we start um you know uh doing other things and we just kind of forget you know th- it's really easy to go down
0: rabbit holes with social it's media it's like being in distracted. a casino right it's like, being yes. a casino. like yes. you just you just lose <laughs> all sense of reality you're just yes. in this place there's no windows yeah <laughs>
1: exactly there's no windows on so yes that is the perfect analogy for this yes so one of the things that I've I've really tried to do is um a lot 15 minute increments like three times a day like what 15 minutes in the morning 15 minutes oops um (laughs) it's okay get rid of that sorry Um, Yeah. yeah there we go um a lot, 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes midday and 15 minutes in the evening to responding to stuff on social media. So then that way, that is my, you know, I tune in and I say, this is all I'm doing in this 15 minutes. I can go play on social media after the 15 minutes are up. um, But I get myself in that mindset of that is what I'm doing right now. Um, And then I have on my phone, because that's usually where I'm responding to, you know, all the social media questions. I have a note on my phone where I have, canned responses to stuff, you know, to the most common questions that I get or links to certain things, you know, um, to certain comments um, that I know that are inevitable, you know, to come up. Like one of them is, um, you know, with healthcare workers and teachers, um, for the most part, I get a a lot of really nice comments from healthcare workers and teachers because they're going through hell right now. Um, But inevitably, there's the cranky one that shows up. (laughs) says something like, well, that's nice, but that won't work for healthcare workers, you know, something like that, you know, like, or that doesn't work for teachers. Um, And I'm like, yeah, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I understand that, you know, certain things don't work for certain professions. I totally get that. I'm not an idiot. Uh, Um, So I have, you know, some (laughs) links to some stuff for specific professions, because I recognize that they're in a difficult place right now, you know, it's tough for them, and they do need some different options, they do need some different help, that um, isn't going to be helpful, maybe to some other, you know, some other folks, so I try to, you know, kind of, you know, that's kind of the homework I've done ahead, so that I'm not having to sit there and think, oh my god, this person said something mean, or oh my gosh, I don't know what to say to this person, I've already got, stuff ready to go, you that,
0: know, okay. in those cases. That is so smart. That's some of the best advice, probably honestly ever on this show, like actual tangible Thank advice you. you could go and do. So consider doing that y'all like I mean you have the smartphone you have the notes section like like what Jim was saying like you could you could have a you know link to something something that you wrote a video of yours something else I don't know whatever or like you said you have like kind of canned responses and then if you wanted to tweak it a little each time you can but I mean at least you're not like you said at least you're not like on the spot like how do I reply to all these messages how do what do I tell these people how do I help them that right there is fantastic Thank you.
1: And I have a third bonus one,
0: third bonus tip here
1: that I've just started using, and it is working out fabulously because it's actually promoting some collaboration with myself and some other people. So I've made an effort on the different social media platforms to make some friends with either people that are in my niche or like niche adjacent. Like, so for me, niche adjacent would be career coaches, um, recruiters, that type of thing, because occasionally something will come up that's more, um, that would be more aligned with, you know, for, for somebody not, that's not me, somebody that knows what they're talking about when it comes to burnout, but it's more, the, the advice that they need is more, you know, job related, like, how do I deal with HR? How do I deal with this particular subject with HR, that kind of a thing. And so what I've been doing is tagging some other content creators in the comments, like, hey, this is an awesome question, or this is a great comment, a very insightful comment. But you know, who might be better to ask or get an answer from is and I'll tag that person. And I'll make sure that I go and, you know, tell that person that I have tagged them so that they know to go look for that, you know, video. Um, but it's, it's, It's not necessarily saying, I don't know, but it's also saying, I genuinely want to help you and get you the right answer to your, your issue, because I think it's, it's important. Um, And that way it takes a little bit of pressure off of you because you get to say, not sure about the answer I'd feel better if somebody else answered this um but it also boosts a little bit of collaboration between yourself and you know a, another content creator and so I do have a couple of other con- content creators that have started doing that with me as well where they're like that's like a boundary you know like yeah that'd be really cool to hear somebody else's opinion you know about this right so it's worked out really nicely to do things like that
0: that is really really smart oh I love that yay I love this so much <laughs> okay good okay. because I just want I love for the listener to be able to like actually go and do something after they stop right listening to this episode you know so those and that's this is a tough one right this is a tough one this one is one that bugs all of us so right right (laughs) yeah we all deal with it and no matter your personality type and um and then like you said that's so cool because collaboration is always a good idea especially on in online marketing where you're like showing up you're you know people are seeing your faces and so when people can see that you've Recommended each other, and that it's all it, it, you know, you never know, you never know what it would lead to, right? An opportunity like you're helping that person maybe get some sort of opportunity for business, and vice versa. You just never know what that kind of thing can lead to. I love that so much. You bet. Okay. So I feel like I feel better about boundaries, but I want to, before we're done, though, we have to throw in some burnout talk because it's she's like, yes, she's doing a little dance. Can't see. Um, (laughs) but it's, it's like, I told you earlier, I found it to be so fascinating when you came into the membership to talk about it because I just never really dissected it at all myself. And when you said certain things I related, I was like, Oh, that's what that means. You know? So it it kind of was like a light bulb moment for me. And I would love for you, if you don't mind just talking about that in general, like maybe if you could, maybe the thing you talk about where you talk about, um, like things that are like um, I can't even talk. Indicators. <laughs> I am drinking coffee. I'm doing my best here, everybody. Um, it's a Monday morning. Right. But like it, right. like indicators, right? So like if somebody's experiencing like a couple of things that somebody might be experiencing that actually probably is burnout, but maybe they don't realize that that's even what's happening. Sure, sure. Yeah, some symptoms to look out for. Um, symptoms. Uh,
1: symptoms. Yeah, that word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So symptoms to work, to look out for, um, I'll start in the mindset area is your attitude. Um, you know, one thing is, you know, how cynical have you gotten about your job? Are you making kind of nasty comments about the people that you work with the clients that you work with the work that you do? Um, you know, how excited are you to get out of bed and do that? Is it something that you're dreading because the more you dread it, the more stress you're creating, which is, you know, stress leads to the burnout stage. Um, so, you know, start paying attention to some of the mindset, you know, um, th- things that might be shifting. Um, you know, are you enjoying your coworkers, workers um, or are you being really hard on your coworkers? Is the quality of their work, is it something that's just never good enough for you? How often do you find yourself saying something to the effect of, oh my God, you know, why can't this person ever get it right? Or why is it they're constantly turning in something that I have to go back and fix? I might as well do everything myself. Oh, those that's are a big key. one that we, yeah, I've heard <laughs> that a lot,
0: you know, just like in general from different situations. That's a huge one. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, that was a big one for me. Um,
0: the Senate, these, the
1: first couple that I'm mentioning, those were really big for me. Um, the other thing to watch out for are also people talking to you somebody you know approaching you in good faith and saying hey you seem really different lately something seems like it's off something seems like it's you know not quite right you seem upset you seem stressed out and the reason i point this one out is because we don't often notice our slide into burnout because as stress when we when we're under stress we get used to different and higher and you know more Um, you know, intense levels of stress, the longer it goes on. So somebody approaching you and saying something seems off about, you know, your personality, your performance, your attitude, um, maybe you're dressing differently. um, Those can all be kind of, you know, something to make you stop and go, wait a second, I might have some issues here. I might have some things that I need to be paying more attention to. It could just be a call to pay attention to your stress levels and how you're, um, how they're coming across to other people. Some of us are able to keep our stress inside. And some of us just aren't. I'm one of those people that's not very good at it because you can see everything that's happening internally. It's all over my face. I am not a good poker face. Um, so that's why I've never learned, bothered learning how to play poker. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: when you, uh, speaking of casinos, you're not going to be at the, yes, poker table.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to, you won't, I am a slot jockey all the way y'all. You
0: yes. know, I mean, wow. I'm just
1: pushing, well, now it's just pushing the button. You don't even know I know you do the little anymore.
0: movement for the slot machine. Yes. It's not even applicable it's anymore. It's not even what anymore. bummer.
1: Kids today, they just don't know how good we had it Damn at the technology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some other physical signs maybe to pay attention to um, are you're, you know, are you starting to get more heartburn, maybe some chest pains or some tightness in your chest? Um, that can be some key indicators that your stress level is through the roof. Um, we tend to not pay attention to things like that. You know, we kind of just go, oh, whatever. That's no big, you know, it just is what it is. Or we make excuses for it. But, you know, those are things to really start noting. Um, You know, if your sleep patterns are a lot different, what's waking you up at night? What's preventing you from sleeping? Do you find yourself doom scrolling, um, you know, in what we, well, we call it doom scrolling in social media or um, in news feeds, or in my case, Reddit, I am a total Reddit addict. Um, But doom scrolling means that you're not, there's really no point for you being there. You're just, you're just scrolling. You're just looking for stuff. Um, You just don't have, you know, like a real reason to be, you know, in that moment. But these are key things, you know, that I've noticed amongst my burnout clients that really pop up, um, you know, when they're talking to me about, well, when did you first notice that something might not be right? These are, these are all things that they, you know, have said to me over the years that um, really were, if I had to do this all over again and had to note my symptoms, um, these would be some of the things that I would have picked, I should have picked up on a lot sooner Right. in the process.
0: Right. Okay. Okay, cool. That's so, so helpful. Cause like I said, when I, you know, I didn't really even think about these things as burnout until we first, you know, met and everything. So I think that's going to be really helpful to people to even identify it. Right. That's got to be the first step, I guess, in yes. any, with yeah. any issue Awareness. is to identify <laughs> the problem and attitude is so huge. And isn't it funny how I'm sure you've noticed this at some point with attitude, what like if it's just anywhere, it's co-working, it's in your business with your clients, what your family, whatever the hell, isn't it funny how sometimes people just are like, Oh, that's just Jan. You know, that's her, that's, that's how she is. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it's possible. It's totally possible. I guess it could be, Sure, but also it's possible that it's just a shitty attitude and that you've got some burnout going on and you need to address it. Right. But I think that's interesting how people like just revert to that almost like excuse, like, well, that's just how she is, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and that's the old school way of thinking about it, you know, because in old school, you know, HR days, old school management days, they did not address these things. These were not things that you bought to the table, you talked to your manager about, it, or you talked to your other coworkers about. You just expect, you know, you just um, put up with curmudgeon or negative attitudes. Well, here's the reality of all this. It's contagious. Burnout is contagious. Toxicity is contagious. These are things that really need to be nipped in the bud. So, if you've got a coworker that is burned out or you've got a boss that's burned out, that is something to immediately address because before long it will be it'll be you, you know, that's in, standing in the burnout line because those types of personalities, that type of energy sucks up all the other energy in the room really, really quickly. So it is something that we do, you know, we do want to address. There are people, like you said, that just kind of have that edge to them, but there's a difference between having an edge. Like I, I even consider myself kind of having an edge to myself because I'm a smart ass. Like I'll make jokes about stuff. I will, you know, Um that's that's my coping slash defense mechanism right there. (laughs) But but there are it, it when it turns into not okay is when I don't know when I've crossed a line and I just don't know when it's okay to be a smart ass and when it's not. Um that's that's when it could turn into something that's toxic or negative or unwelcomed. So if you've got somebody that's got an edge in your office, like it's just kind of, you know, they say stuff notice when they say stuff, is it out of line when they say it, or do they kind of seem to know how to control that personality? Like they know how to turn it on and turn it off.
0: Right. Okay. Okay, cool. I love that so much. Um, we're almost out of time, but before we go, it goes too fast with us. I know it's, so, it's so fun. We, we I mean, we, are we're, we're solving people's burnout problems or real housewives secrets behind the scenes. I mean, casinos, you had a gamble. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, We've covered it all. But before we go, if you could, uh, I, I, we're going to give everybody your information on all your things, of course, but before that, if you could just kind of leave us with a little final little nugget, some sort of like encouragement, right? Because it can feel it when you experience the things of burnout, whenever you don't have the boundaries you should have, and you are doing the social media stuff, it's just a lot. And like you said, may not even realize if you're the heartburn and all the things and all the stress, (laughs) what would your just words of encouragement be for like how someone could start addressing it? Well, first of all, you follow Jennifer so on on social media, clearly. I mean, really, that's a good first step. But but aside from that, what's the first step? Should they take some sort of action, look in the mirror? Like, what do we do? (laughs) What do we do to start the to start getting into that zone to try to solve these issues? you said it a few minutes ago, awareness,
1: having an awareness of what's going on is key, because if you aren't aware of what's happening to you, you can't fix it. You really can't do anything about it. Is it, is it, you know, that you're stressed out all the time? Is it social media that's actually bothering you? Is it, um, you know, you don't feel like you have enough time in your day? These are all really you know, common things to be experiencing, we're living through a time right now where everything is overwhelming. And we're all getting shorter and shorter on patients. And that's totally understandable. But you know, having an awareness of maybe what's driving it is really what's going to be key to fixing it. And that's something that I talk about a lot with my burnout clients is we really have to get to the root of the burnout, or it's just going to creep up again later. And it's really interesting because a lot of people come in thinking that it's the job, but it's actually them. (laughs) It's a mindset issue. The problem is you. (laughs) The problem is you. And that's not victim blaming y'all. I'm not trying to create trauma. Um, I understand, but no, I know, I know yes. what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean.
0: Yeah. It's good. Yeah. You look within, you look within,
1: look within. Yeah. yeah. Look within what, you know, what's going on because there's, we, so going back to the whole concept we've got to find the root, we've got to find the root, you know, is it a mindset that you have that everything sucks and everything is terrible Or is it that you have an expectation that is out of line and unrealistic, which is super easy to do on social media. And if I had one thing that I had to say to everybody, you know, because we've been talking about social media a lot too, is to stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop worrying about what other people are doing. Stop worrying about how much somebody else does or doesn't respond on social media. You've got to find the comfort level, the comfort zone that actually works for you. Um, If you don't want to respond at all, it's okay. You know, I mean, there are people that just never respond to stuff. I know, don't shoot me, Brittany. I know
0: that's not what you coach, but there Uh, are. No, but I told you, you it's (laughs) like I said earlier though, it depends on the situation. That's not like none of that. you know, you can't give blanket advice when it comes to social media. What you're saying is totally valid and very, um, very smart to do in certain situations, especially if your own mental health and situation are at risk, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if you know that you can at least put, put the, you know, value out there for people, but you don't have enough uh, um, emotional bandwidth to actually do the response or play the game, that's okay. I mean, that's truly okay. There are plenty of posts um, that I've put up over the last, I'd say probably year to year and a half where you know, I wanted to get the information out there, but I did not have the emotional bandwidth to deal with, you know, the comments or the questions, you know, cause some of, some of the stuff I talk about is controversial. Um, so I've become okay with just leaving it, you know, like let people comment. I actually end up learning a lot through the comments. Um, you know, it's interesting to hear how other people come on and coach or the other things that come up for people. Um, but if I have to step in, I will, but usually I don't, I mean, it's just, you, you got to stop worrying about what, you know, the expectations of other people and, and just do what it is that works for you because it's your energy and it's your time. And you should be in com- complete control of that, not allowing other people
0: to dictate
1: how you're going to use it.
0: Perfect. Perfect advice. Boom. I love it. <laughs> Boom. Thank you. Okay. So before we go, tell everybody, it'll be in the show notes, everybody as usual, but please tell us about where they can find your book. Uh, Stop being a doormat, right? Yes. Being a doormat. Yes. Where they can find your book, um, your website, your socials, everything, any way they can reach you um, so that we can just bombard you with social sunshine podcast. Yay! (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. I would love that. Uh, follow me everywhere, y'all. Um, all my socials, including my website, are generally Jennifer Bassman. So my website is jenniferbassman.com. You can find me at uh, on Instagram at Jennifer, I think it's Jennifer underscore Bassman. TikTok at Jennifer Bassman, um, Facebook. Um, I think it's the witty entrepreneur Jennifer Bassman. If you put in Jennifer Bassman, you'll find me. Um, if you can't, shoot me um, an email at jennifer at Jennifer Bassman.com. Um, and I also can send Brittany a link. I just put out a freebie that's um, the seven. Uh, what is it? The seven solution seven solutions for social media burnout that I'm happy to share with y'all. Oh, cool.
0: Um,
1: and. Yeah. And you can also find my book if you're more interested in the boundaries aspect of stuff. Um, my book is on Amazon. It's called Stop Being a Doormat. And my course is almost finished. It's um, named after the book. It's, it's a take on the book. So, um, you know, would love to start interacting with everybody. If you have any questions, definitely, you know, shoot me, shoot me a message. And, and any of those platforms or at my email. I love helping people perfect. You're not going to
0: overwhelm me. We we will (laughs) all the things. Um, we will put the link to that free download in the show notes. I'll make sure and get that from you before this episode releases. And it'll be there for you right now, right now, as you're listening, you can just scroll on down to those show notes and see all the things that you need to see to get in touch with Jennifer. Thank you so much for taking the time with me yet again, um, to hang out. I appreciate it. Oh,
1: likewise. Likewise. I love every minute I get to spend, spend with
0: you friend. It's always fun.